0: What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Gridiron Iron Fantasy Football Podcast for Thursday, October 7th, 2020. And I'm Chip, I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. Um, if you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you'd like to watch us, you can watch us over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So, you know, please hit subscribe so you don't miss another episode and help support the show. And on today's episode, we're talking about the Thursday night football game. The Bucks versus the Bears, but before we get into the preview of that game, let's talk about some of the big news that took place on Wednesday. You obviously the biggest news was uh, New England Patriots cornerback Stephon Gilmore tested positive for COVID nineteen, so obviously he's been put on the reserve COVID list. And of course, this is always going to bring up questions about now Cam Newton being positive for COVID, then he has Stephon Gilmore, and now they played the Chiefs on Monday night. Like, what are going to be the ramifications of this? You know, with this game and some of the the concerns that's going on with the spread of, of COVID. And um, as of right now, the Patriots had no other cases on their roster that tested positive for COVID. When it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs, there has been no positive cases. And I know there was a story circulating throughout the day on Wednesday with, there was a picture that was uh, released about the after game, you know, like the post game stuff with the players were, you know, congratulating one another and talking to one another. And you saw, Stefan Gilmore talking with Patrick Mahomes. So everyone's concerned about like Patrick Mahomes and um, will he become positive with COVID and all that stuff. But as of right now, things have have turned out well in the sense of the, the chiefs not testing positive, but we all know that that's not guaranteed to happen throughout the week, but hopefully every day that goes on that there won't be any more positive cases with the chiefs um, from the game on Monday night. And then you know, bad news from Tennessee, man. The Tennessee reported two more players tested, you know, testing positive for for uh, COVID nineteen, and you know they were supposed to open their facilities up on Wednesday. You know, and it's not going to happen. So their game is possibly in danger to being missed on Week Five. So you know, the Bills and the Titans are scheduled to play on Sunday, and if the Titans don't have a, a couple days of negative cases. This game can and probably could be postponed for another, you know, later date if at all being played. But from what I understand, some of the, re- the reports I've been reading is that the Tennessee Titans had did like some of the players were practicing on their own. You know, they're they're meeting up and doing some type of uh, workouts to kind of stay in football shape and all that. And um, I do get it. I do understand as a, you know, if you're an NFL player and you got a, a bye week, that's kind of a surprise bye week you want to try to stay in football shape and I, and you're trying to prevent injuries. And I totally understand that, but I'm not sure how this is going to affect the Tennessee Titans going forward by going against protocol and meeting out um, outside of the team's facility. I don't know, but we all know that, you know, the Titans wide receiver Corey Davis was now put on the reserve COVID list as well as Adam Humphreys. So you're just wondering exactly who's going to be available for the Titans on Sunday. Hopefully AJ Brown comes back, but he's still dealing with a, a, a contusion to his knees, so we have no idea if he's going to be available. But the Tennessee Titans are in a, a really tight spot in a sense of like, are they going to play on Sunday? So hopefully, you know, Thursday, Friday, hopefully Saturday, there's going to be negative cases. So uh, that game still can be in jeopardy. So just like we were seeing with the, the Steelers and the Titans game, the possibility of what was going to happen with the Patriots, Patriots and Chiefs, Make sure you have players that you can substitute for these players that could be out for Sunday if the Titans and the Bills cannot play. And then you got to think about what's going to happen with the Kansas City Chiefs, if there's any positive cases with the Kansas City Chiefs. That game could be postponed because they play the Raiders. So you got so many teams that are involved here because the Raiders had a positive case. Um, It looks like it was only one isolated incident. But you never know what days are going to transpire from that. So just like anything else, prepare for having something somebody you know pivot to when these rosters could be minimized based on the fact that you could have players that will not play with that being the case um, I want to go over to some of the main fancy as that took place on the Wednesday was the waiver wire day where all your pickups from Tuesday night uh, all the waivers should went through on Wednesday so some of the big names that I had mentioned on the Tuesday episode was you know Robert Tanyan was the number one ad this week so he was someone that obviously had a huge game on Monday night. He was a guy that was touted after like to a bunch of leagues. Obviously there was a huge, huge increase in his, his, his share. So Robert Tanyan was the number one fancy ad this week. And then second was uh, Dearness Johnson. So if you were a Nick Chubb owner and you were, you were not able to get cream hunt as your handcuff, the next guy up because they have a two running back system was Dearness Johnson. And He is, I looked at the numbers, and he was the second most added player. However, he's still only owned in 10% of the league. So we do know that on Wednesday, Kareem Hunt was limited at practice with a groin injury. The same groin injury that he had last week, but he still played on Sunday. So there is, you just never know what's going to happen with Kareem Hunt. So he has played. He's always been on track to play. But if Kareem Hunt somehow is inactive, just hypothetically... Darius Johnson is going to be the guy that's going to be taking that role. So they're a very good running team. They got a very good offensive line. So he's someone that should still be available in a lot of your leagues because he's only owning 10% of the league. So uh, that's somebody that I would go after. And then another tight end that was added this week was Dalton Schultz. So he's a guy that's been doing pretty well on the Cowboys. The only thing about Schultz is that there's a lot of mouths to feed. So I know that I know Dak Prescott likes throwing to the tight end. but He's a guy that was was added. He was third on the list, and then Justin Jackson and Damian Harris were the la- were the two running backs that were after that. Those ads those those ads make sense. Obviously, Justin Jackson will be taken over that RB two spot for you know behind, just behind Joshua Kelly. But the thing is, Joshua Kelly is dealing with some fumbling issues. So with that being the case, Justin Jackson is a guy that you must add, and it looks like he's still available in a lot of leagues. You know, he's a guy to go after as well. And then Chase Edmonds was added. Uh, he had he saw eleven percent increase in his in his shares. You know on Wednesday when the waiver, waiver wires went through, and then T Higgins he was the the wide receiver that went through. You know he was a guy that a lot of people are taking after week you know week three, but he was still available in a lot of league, leagues uh, after week four. So he's a guy that I picked up. He was the number one ad that I put up, I added in my league. Um, so that, that's a guy that that saw a nine percent change in his in his fantasy value or his fantasy stock. Um, In the sense of his ownership. And then the top drops for this week, you no, know, obviously, Alan Lazarda was dropped. If you don't have an IR spot, you know, he's a guy that has to be dropped based on the fact that you don't have, if you don't have an IR spot and you don't have the, obviously, the, a, a large bench, then you have to drop somebody who's on IR for the next six to eight weeks. So uh, he's a guy that I, I have in my league. I didn't drop because we have two IR spots, but Alan Lazarda was the top drop for this week. And then Carlos Hyde was because Carson or uh, Chris Carson is, is playing. So his, his value really Carlos Hyde is really not really needed if, if uh Carson's playing. And then you saw Sonny Michelle get dropped. Obviously Damien Harris, the guy that got the majority of the carries on Monday night. Sonny Michelle's on IR. So that makes sense for him to be dropped. And then what's an interesting name on this list was Dion Lewis. So, you know, like after Sa- Saquon Barkley went down, Deion Luce was the hot guy to go after because we figured, hey, he has to go, you know, the, the workload has to go somewhere. But, you know, just like it was predicted, you know, Deion Luce was never never a workhorse running back. He was a guy that was the change of pace back. He was the he was the guy who caught passes out of the backfield. You know, Wayne Gallman was a healthy scratch that week that Barkley got hurt. So then you saw that Wayne Gallman got the majority of the carries. And then you got Devontae Freeman who came in. He You know, he's the one who's leading the backfield in the carries even, you know, last week. So it was one of those things where it made sense. And then Brandon Cooks, he was dropped. He had a goose egg on Sunday. So he was a guy that was was probably going to be um dropped in, in a lot of leagues. You just have to you have to get rid of dead weight. That's just how it is when it comes to fantasy. You don't you don't keep people on your roster because of names. You have to see who's going to help you win. And then Marvin Jones, he was dropped. Um, and that's this makes sense too. Marvin Jones has not had a decent season at all. And he's on a bye week. So if you need to grab somebody that was hot on the waiver wire, it makes sense. Marvin Jones is a guy that you can probably drop. And then if you really need a receiver pickup, I don't think he's a guy that everyone's gonna be going after um, with any type of fab, but he may just be a, a, a bye week fill in, but he was dropped as well. So those are those are some interesting names that were added and dropped this week after the waiver wire uh, claims were going through. So that being the case, let's uh, let's go into the Thursday night football game. So this game is gonna hopefully one of the better Thursday night football games. We have the Bucks versus the Bears, and the Tampa Bay Bucks are favored by four and a half points. The over under is forty four points, and I, I think I think the Bucks do go on the road and win. You know, watching the Bucks and watching Tom Brady, I, I I'm still you know I was skeptical of Tom Brady when he first came to the Bucks only because. I know that Bill Belichick is known for getting rid of a player a year early than a year late. And Tom Brady, to me, I was a little nervous. But then now seeing what Tom Tom Brady did last week against the Chargers, you know, he threw that pick six, which is like his fourth one in the last six games. And that's concerning uh, because the reason why the Bucs lost a lot of games, I think they lost three games last year. I'm sorry, seven games by three points or less last year. And a lot of it was, was Jameis Winston had 30-something turnovers you know it it was the quarterback play that caused the bucks not to win more games and then brady comes in and the first few games he's thrown interceptions he's thrown pick sixes and it was like a nightmare all over again but he he came back through he threw five touchdown passes so i do think the bucks have a good chance to win this game on thursday night now the 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 bears defense is not they are no jokes i mean they're a good defense so i i'm kind of nervous about what's going to happen with the bucks because the Bears right now are the only team who have not given up a passing touchdown. So the Bucs are decimated at wide receiver. They, Mike Evans is he's he's going to play? He's questionable to play on Thursday night. However, he's dealing with the ankle injury. Scotty Miller is is questionable, but and he's dealing with the hip in, hip injury. So the Bucks are now have to look at Ty Johnson. They have to look at you know uh, some some other guys that they're not really they're going to work. At, they have to figure out what they're going to do with Gronk you know, Cameron Brate. So there are some guys that they just, they're going to have to rely on that they're missing Chris Godwin. You know, they're going to be missing Leonard Fournette. He's doubtful for the game. You know, they're miss. They're going to miss Justin Watson. It's just a lot of, you know, a lot of players that they're not going to have going into tonight's matchup. But I do think there's enough there for Brady to work with in order to get a win. But I do think the Bucks do win this game. Now, when it comes to fantasy the guys that I'm going to start in this game, based on their just their rankings for this week, I think Tom Brady is a, a start this week. He is that fringe QB one this week. You know, like I said, it is a tough matchup because of the Bears' defense, but I do think Brady gives you a low end quarterback one week. Uh, when it comes to running back, you're going to start Ronald Jones because Leonard Fournette's out, Lashawn McCoy's out. They're going to they're going to have. Ronald Jones and Kayshawn Vaughn. So I think that Ronald Jones has R- R- RB2 type of week. And same with David Montgomery. You know, David Montgomery is a guy that you're going to start. You're going to think about more of RB2 numbers from him this week. You know, the Bucks, the Bucks are very stout against the run. The Bucks gave up. They're only giving up 46.5 rushing yards per game. And that's only 2.5 yards per carry. So they're very stout against the run. However, on the flip side of that, they're not very good. They're giving up a lot of passes to the running back. So they're giving up 31 passes to the running back, meaning that if David Montgomery cannot get it done on the ground, he could get it done on the, you know, in the air. So that's where I think or David Montgomery still has a decent fantasy putting or outing because he'll get those the receptions if they decide to work around how stout the Bucks deep ground defense is that they should be able to do something in the air um, just because they're not good at guarding the running back out of the backfield. And then When it comes to wide receiver, I'm going to play, I'm playing Allen Robinson in this game. Obviously you're playing Mike Evans, you know, that those are the two main wide receivers you're going to play, you know, in this game. Now, when it comes to like my flex option at wide receiver, I think Scotty Miller, he's a good choice. I understand like he's him and Tyron Brady have, have, have some continuity now. I mean, he's leading the bucks in receiving yards. He does have two touchdowns on the year. So he's starting to be that that guy that Brady goes to. Um, That's the only thing is that it's a tough matchup. So Scotty Miller is a good PPR option for this week. I think that he gets the job done. If he gets around 10, 12 points, that's going to be a good outing for the flex. And then when it comes to my boom bust players for this game, I think Keyshawn Vaughn or Keyshawn Vaughn is one of those players. I think that because... Ronald Jones has had some issues catching the ball. He had a couple drops last week. I think Keyshawn, or Ke- Keyshawn Vaughn is going to be a good guy out in the backfield to help, you know, get some passes and help kind of fill that LeSean McCoy role. And he had a touchdown last week, so I think that this is a good choice for maybe that boom bust. If you're really hurt that running back, if you have you happen to have a roster that you had Barkley, you had Chubb, and you had some of these injured running backs. You may be just scrounging for someone to play, and Keyshawn Vaughn may be one of those guys that could get you some some boom potential in that game. And then when it comes to tight end, I think Jimmy Graham. You know, he, I know he's he's getting up there in age and everything like that, but right now he's second on the on the Bears in target share. So I think that because Nick Foles like likes throwing to the tight end, the Bucks are they're not the best that. At defending the tight end, so I think that Jimmy Graham could have a, a, a sneaky game just because of Nick Foles liking to throw the tight end. And plus, the you know the Bucks are are still kind of middle of the pack when it comes to pass defense. So I think that Jimmy Graham, if you have a if you have bye weeks this week, if you have a, deal, a player dealing with COVID, and you're kind of nervous about having a player available on Sunday, depending if some games get postponed, I mean Jimmy Graham is an option there in this game. And then I think Gronk. You know Gronk is a guy that he has the potential to. Have a a bigger role in this offense because OJ Howard is out, so he's out for the season with a torn Achilles. So I think Gronk becomes a a a decent a decent pickup and a decent play if you're desperate. Um, he only has nine receptions or fourteen targets this year, so he's not being used a ton. But that role could change because of OJ Howard going down. So, uh, that's just one of those. Let's see what happens. I'm a, I'm gonna play Gronk to kind of hope for the best and hopefully he has one of his Gronk type of games, but. Uh, it's just one of those things where you just have to you just have to see what happens. This is a time of the year when you got bye weeks, and now we're dealing with you know bye weeks, injuries, plus COVID issues. So Gronk might be the best option for you this week. And then when it comes to players that I'm going to sit in this game at quarterback, you're going to sit Nick Foles. You're not playing Nick Foles in this in this matchup, especially even if you're in a two quarterback league. Unless you're desperate at quarterback, you're not playing Nick Foles. You know Anthony Miller. He's a guy that I was high on coming into the season. Yeah, I, I've cooled down on Anthony Miller. I I just can't trust him. I don't want him in my lineup, um, and he's only playing fifty two percent of the snaps. So uh, that's not some not good for a guy that is supposed to be one of the main slot receivers for the Chicago Bears. Because now you got Darnell Mooney. Now he's playing more snaps than than Anthony Miller. He's playing fifty eight percent of the snaps. So he's a guy that is just overtaking Anthony Miller in the in the snaps. So I I'm not playing Anthony Miller. He's a guy that I'm I'm just not going to sit. And then when it comes to defenses, I think you can play both defenses if you really want. Um, but I, I mean, I'm talking about like if you have a bye week or whatever, uh, Chicago Bears are not a bad unit, but if I had better options out there, I'm going with better options. But for the Bucs, I'm playing the Bucs in this in this game. The Bucs are going against Nick Foles I, because of the rush defense, because they only have really Allen Robson to really worry about. Um, I think that the Bucs are able to hold them to maybe around, you know, 17 points in this game. And right now the Bucks D is the fourth best fantasy football defense right now. So they're not a bad unit. I think that this is a good matchup for them. You know, Nick Foles, if he gets pressure, I can see them getting to him quickly and getting a bunch of sacks. So I think that this is a very good option for this week. So that being the case, I mean, those for this game, those are the my starts and sits for the Thursday night football game. Now, tomorrow on tomorrow's episode, I'll be going through all the rest of the matchups for week five, and hopefully we'll have some some more news about what's going on with the Tennessee Titans if they're going to play in week five. Um, hopefully, there won't be any more positive cases on the Patriots or hopefully no uh, new cases that come up on the Chiefs. Hopefully, all their players are okay. So um, that's, the, that's the podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening today. Please like and share uh, and comment on this video. And on the podcast, if you have any questions, please leave them down below in the comment section. And uh, like I said, on next on tomorrow's episode, I'll be talking about all my week five starts and sits, all the matchups. So hit subscribe so you don't miss that episode. If you'd like to follow us over on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at the Good Iron Pod, on Instagram at Good Iron Fantasy Football. So that's that's it for today. You know, thank you so much for listening today. And we'll see you in tomorrow's episode where I talk about all the week five matchups and my starts and sits. Take care.